Hello and welcome to this Indica special presented to you along with Bombay Rock Association. Today we're going to talk to the band something relevant from Mumbai who have become quite the phenomenon with the trademark style and the unique sound. Rolling Stone magazine has named them amongst the top bands in India and they're well known for their amazing live acts. You can catch them live on April 3rd 6 p.m. onwards at Bandra Bandstand Amphitheater at a free concert for the Nargis Dutt Foundation. We have the entire band here for this podcast so without further ado something relevant Reva di tun ka so woman i me and my cone floating by taking it easy smoking a joint Basil, so quick introduction. Uh, Azin on lead vocals. Hi. Alok on tabla and percussion. Hello. Ryan on saxophone. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I couldn't hear you. Hi. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Uh, uh, Louis on piano, organ and effects. Hi. Stuart on bass and vocal. Hi. JJ on drums. Ah, hi. And Tanmay is here. Hi, with Haikat. Oh, Tanmay is here. Hi, Tanmay. Hi. Hi, Tanmay. This is Darshan. Okay, so uh, we'll just dive right in. So, guys, uh, 2010 has been a great year for you. You've played at uh, the 2010 Edinburgh Fringe Festival. You played at Ronnie Scott's. You whipped up a riot at uh, uh, the Fringe Festival. Tell us, tell us more about it. Well, there was no riot. I mean, uh, we have a really rather definition of riot. Uh, but it was a lot of fun playing at the Fringe. We had to play about what 30 shows in the span of a month. Yeah. Uh, we were busking in the morning, giving out flyers in the afternoon, setting up and performing in the evening, and by the end of the e- end of each day, we were just knackered. Oh, that's a British word, by the way. <laughs> so, so what was the kind of crowd there? You know, was it like uh, did you did you get a very mixed kind of a crowd from all over England, or you know how was it, or all all over Europe? It was it was not just mixed as in like varied in terms of where they were geographically located and originated from, but there were like kids there were older people there plus like flamenco dancers who show, who were performing at the venue who showed up for the gig then a bunch of uh, cabaret dancers were there one day oh so the cabaret guys for a change can watch someone else perform yeah yeah of course i mean <laughs> it was a full party yeah, yeah it was like, a party basically the dancers were in in the in the hall i mean there was like conga lines going on there was like uh, limbo happening yeah, yeah. It, was, I, it was just mental i remember i was playing i mean i play the drums so it's difficult to get out into the audience but the i jumped out at one point of time and and joined the conga line while the rest of the boys were holding it so it was good fun oh yeah hey, so who 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 did the best limbo amongst you stuart 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 process of just writing out some new material over the last year and a half we've discovered a little bit more about ourselves and our sound and mm-hmm. what what kind of sound we all make together and so we're just exploring that <laughs> that's right and, and we're exploring that little bit more from a studio perspective 
in terms mm-hmm. of what ideas we all have and what we can put down and how to streamline those ideas and we're focusing more musically rather than anything else right now i mean we're sitting in front of two big monitors a big mixer so your okay. your sound card. is sounding really good Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does sound good. Anyway, <laughs> so it's all hush hush. You're not going to give me any real details, and you're going to be just general about it. Why? <laughs> I get the picture. Okay. So you you know one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is is your unique sound that everyone really talks about. You know there are many Indian bands that I've heard, and do you want to tell us some of those secrets? We have yeah. a saxophone. No. That's what <laughs> other people have saxophone. Yeah, that's JJ. Yeah, the other people, the band, not the other people. Other bands. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we're all unique personalities. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Lewis, <laughs> he's always he's about the one-liners. He's a rocking guy. He's on a rocking chair right now. That's what I just said. Yeah. JJ is a nut job. Hey, excuse me. You're excused. Alok is Alok. I mean, he's <laughs> always happy. I mean, we all have all have different personalities that contribute to a, a vibe, an energy that kind of comes out in the sound. That's what that's what being a musician is about. I and guess. it's and and we've never been <laughs> we've never been I, confined to sort of say you know like okay we're an alternate rock band so let's I mean actually, you know actually that's a good point. Jake. Yeah, it's, good it's, point. it's never it's been I mean whatever the song what needed we yeah, put that songs. into the songs. Yeah, we wrote songs. Absolutely, absolutely, and and you know it's there to listen. Like everybody can listen to it. That you know you are not confined to any uh, genres. Do you want to tell us some of your technical secrets to your sound? Basically. Uh, Uh, we'll have to kill you, so I don't think we can tell you the secret. <laughs> no, I've I've set this into self-destruct this this tape, so you know you don't have to worry about that. No, uh, there's no technical secret. I guess okay. Here's here's a it's not a technical secret, but it's a, yeah, it's not a secret. Also, yeah. I mean, now we're telling you it's not a secret anymore. But what most bands, the, the most bands make a this mistake from the get-go. I mean, when they get together, they discover a premise of what which music they want to make. Like say okay for example, uh, Sahil Makija's Demon Stealer. Uh, he decides that he wants to make metal music, mm. and he confines himself into those four walls of metal music, mm. which I mean prevents him in that avatar to kind of explore any other regions. When in fact music is very blurry along all all these lines, you know. <laughs> and uh, most bands shouldn't limit themselves from the get go. I mean they should maybe decide what genre they want to make out. Three four albums into making the making music, you know. That being said, we still love Demon Stealer, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's not such a true point. I mean, it's not Demon Stealer. It's a terrible example. It, it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works both ways. If you if you if you focus right from the beginning as to what you want and mm-hmm. you, you want to play metal, that's the best thing for you. Then the, you 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 know your set. For us, we were exploring our sound for a really long time, mm-hmm. and that's why all our songs are different. I guess they fit the moods of what the song they are. Yeah, the, we look at songs as songs and not as like okay, this should fit this genre. What fit for the song fit for the song. Awesome. And we listen to music, so I mean, uh, a lot of different kinds of music. So that obviously we're not scared to bring out those influences in what we play. So you know what? What are your main influences? You know, which which bands would you say that you are most influenced by? I've I've heard you being compared to Dave Matthews Band, and oh. the, that would be a great compliment for any band. So have you consciously tried to sound like Dave Matthews or? So and we see a sax and the same instrumental arrangement and they say oh that's like Dave and we you actually used to cover Dave so I mean yeah we used to cover Dave Matthews band and I mean we were probably the first band to try I mean no 
in india in india in kolaba in in okay well in in kolaba we were first hand to cover the yeah on marine drive on marine drive but anyway so we used to do our seventh and we are between the seventh and eighth building anyway we were maybe top two ंग so mr bernard purdy he's i mean a fabulous drummer right then uh, as bands a lot of the old art blakey uh, 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 frick i can't even con- stop i mean i'd continue naming them billy holiday tart if you want to go to funk it's star of power old school funk sly and the family stone there's some new old school funk i mean they're not old school anymore but they got an old school sound right funk uh, artists which i really am influenced by so there's a whole yeah i bored you so i'll let other people also bore you a little more louis what are your influences i listen to gospel music actually so all my roots that come are all from the spiritual side of it very simple can you get me look at the man louis just capilla calling you oh i'm losing my religion anyway yeah so ryan who influenced you when i started playing with a band back in 2002 2003 2003 yeah i never i never even thought of playing with a band before these guys just kind of called me in for a jam session mm-hmm. and the first song we played was a dave matthews song and smarching and then i started listening to a lot of that kind of music to get an idea of how the sax fits fits into the scheme of things in a band into a rock band and uh, that really influenced me in a big way and then of course you know in time being a jazz instrument i started listening to more jazz i've been listening to jeff coffin who's the sax player of bella fleck and uh now the and now he's playing with dmb as well and more and more getting into jazz oh yeah stan gatz is one of my personal favorites yeah the legends amongst the legends i definitely say i can relate to his style of play and you know his thought patterns better than any other jazz group it's really hard to you know figure out how they think but i think i've got stan gets down excellent Wow, okay. that's that's really that's really great to know. So I I can see that your influences are you know have been very very varying. Uh, and it's the, energy also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's all. laughs> oh. Okay, okay. In Ryan, now there's a there's a question which I wanted to ask you. I I saw Kenji long back on uh, on the Jay Leno show, and uh, some uh, Jay Leno asked him that how long can he hold a note? Yeah. Uh, Kenji said that he can hold a note forever. because he's mastered the art of breathing in and breathing out continuously yeah. uh, together 
and uh, he said that i you know it could be very boring but i can play for you know till the credit rolls and things like that i think he played on under one and a half two minute he held on to a note so uh, right. you know is that true is it possible yeah it's it's a process called circular breathing and you really have to master the art of doing that and, and i hope one day i'll be able to Yeah, silence also. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can play a note for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called sustained. It's called sustained. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Sustain must be your favorite guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Good one. Good one. Good one. Good one. Big credit. You and Louis will make a good couple. <laughs> Who's your favorite cricketer? Sorry, oh. you asking me? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. My favorite cricketer. My favorite cricket. I'm not so much into cricket, guys. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm really a very very pseudo you know cricket fan. I'm gonna watch cricket tomorrow when the India Pak match happens. Otherwise, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh. there is something that is really needed now that Rang Bhavan has been gone for the last uh, seven eight years. Kind of activating open spaces in the city, doing free gigs, getting lot of people to enjoy free music, getting. younger artists to get a platform so that's the idea that's really commendable i know that you played at the chef blood that was a charity event for uh, donating blood now you're doing a gig on april 3rd which is also going to be a charity event you guys are really setting a great example for the bands are there any pet causes that you have are there any things which are close to something relevant heart well many things actually uh <laughs> Or the don't chair is close <laughs> to my heart. Don't break the chair. Seriously, don't break the chair. Oh yeah, there's this project going around right now called Revival of the Bandstand Culture in Mumbai, where we've reactivated about three spaces in the city. Uh, one is the Dadar Chopati Bandstand, one is the Carter Road Amphitheatre, which most people know about, and one is the Hanging Gardens Amphitheatre. Uh, there are free gigs in the city. Dadar um, Bandstand also. I'm actually talking about it. And uh, there are free gigs with about nine gigs happening. Two have already happened. There's one next Saturday. Uh, there's a proper schedule up on Facebook, so if people are interested in free concerts in outdoor spaces. They should definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. And the second thing we probably do support is people instead of like dying with lots of money, they should live better lives. Yeah, that's the fundamental of our existence. I mean, oh. what about money? Oh. I mean, have you circled? No, money, no, basically live music. Yeah, that's what we are supporting oh. just now. Right. That's our, our main goal is to support live music and. to make sure that live music is a regular part of our culture in the near future in the very very near future sustainable what are your thoughts about the recording industry you know not doing any more sales downloading of mp3s like where's the money going to come from is it going to come from like merchandise sales or live shows that you talk about you know a band needs to sustain a band needs to get money to keep making good music so well, you know, well, how do you see the future One thing where we we are going to start from now is charging for people putting up podcasts. So, whoops, wrong question. No, but uh, no, seriously, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Sustainability. Uh, there's a, I mean, there's a, a lot of ways of of uh, making. No, I am not paying for my. I mean, I'm not having anyone pay for me. and i'm not free either anyway <laughs> no i'm not available ha huh, okay so basically see as you mentioned merchandise is one good way of sustaining then live gigs is pretty much one of the best ways for us to earn money recording industry i mean it's i mean we're seeing all over the world it's gone down it's going down i mean if if we look at the, the main verticals of our income it's in backward order 
CDs, physical CDs, physical CDs, mm-hmm. uh, digital downloads, merchandise, and live gigs in smallest to biggest that was. I don't think many bands have still, uh, you know, realized what has happened, and they're still fighting against uh, whatever is happening. No, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we have a see. The thing is, having a CD is always going to be invaluable. That's no doubt. Whether you're going to make money off it or not is a different question completely. There's no argument in the fact that oh, because CDs aren't selling, don't make one. I mean, it's necessary to have. your music on record depends on how you want to record it how much you want to spend on it what the quality of it is going to be that's completely up to you but it's always good because at the end of the day people want to be able to take you home air quotes anyway so i mean it's a good way of taking you home i mean they can listen to you over and over again because if they come to a live gig they go home they need to listen to you listen to your music so that when they come back the next time they know your lyrics that Absolutely. they become more involved with the music and that's only going to happen when you have a cd or when you have some some material out there yeah it could be in any form a cd or a digital download like you said yeah. yes you're absolutely right about that tell me guys how is it to tour i've always been uh, very fascinated you know is it like the school vans like in almost famous with roadies and lots of booze you know tell us something more about yeah. life on the road it's totally like that yeah we like have like women coming to the van after every gig wake about up, you know, wake up, i mean what no no man it's it's not as glamorous as it's made out to be unless you're like a rolling stone or or uh, whoever else that is in that category it's pretty much take a flight there go do the gig if uh, the gig goes well if there's a party after that you go to the party next morning you wake up and take a flight back if you're on tour as such if you're going from place to place to place then i mean you know there's like always something interesting that's going to happen but it's not like a road trip I mean, where personally i think azin should be answering this question yeah azin what is it like what to be like on tour yeah. <laughs> did you hear that no i didn't i didn't azin uh, it was too low majeno majeno bahut saras no it's yeah so it's not like almost famous but it's good it's good fun you know i mean all of us are together eating sitting chilling tell, tell us some interesting a couple of interesting experiences that you know i'm sure everyone would like to hear louis 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 no not that one the other one the Oh, 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 oh,
and Tanmay was very confident that he knew the way back to the hotel. Yeah. Hmm. So when we were so we were walking, 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 and then um, Tanmay like, yeah, yeah, another five ten minutes, five ten minutes. And I tell Tanmay, listen, I really need to take a break. So he's like, yeah, don't worry, we'll be home in like ten minutes. So just hold on to it. So I'm like, okay, fine. Ten minutes gone, fifteen minutes gone. It's like twenty minutes, and we have no sign of the place. Tanmay <laughs> so like, Tanmay like, dude, hold on, I think we're on the wrong road. <laughs> So, so I'm like, okay. So should we like cut into one of these lanes because the road that we're supposed to take was parallel to the road we were on at the moment. So he's like, no, no, no. I don't think where this road will lead. I think it's safer we backtrack. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit, are you serious? So we backtrack for another half an hour. <laughs> All this while I'm trying to hold off as much as I could. Now the trees were too tempting at the time, but I really couldn't because of obvious reasons. Can you can you get arrested there for public urination? Yeah, yeah, you can actually. That's the problem. That that was the big problem. Wait, wait, wait! It's wait, coming. It's getting, it's getting so so anyway, so we finally <laughs> find the road, and then we realize it's again half an hour from the hotel. So I'm holding, and at this point, I really couldn't take it anymore. And no, no, wait, wait, wait! Louis was offered a chance because the bar at which we generally regularly drink at hmm. was right on the way. Yeah. So Louis is like, no, no, no! I can hold on yeah, for like a. Couple of minutes more, you know, we'll reach. Oh, he was being choosy, yeah. <laughs> five minutes down the line, he realized, shit, it's far. So. Yeah, I was bursting. I'm like, listen, I'm just going to this lane, and the first tree I find, I'm just going to take a leak. Mm. So I'm trying to find and find it, and I start running because I could really feel it. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I really couldn't. Yeah, so I like. <laughs> so I just continue running, and um, just when I was about to stop and take a leak, I see this man walking in the other direction. <laughs> so I put it back in, and I start running again. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, in the in the run, I managed to like let it out, and yes, there was no need for a tree there anymore. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so I ended up soiling myself. <laughs> soiling, soiling, yeah, soiling. Yes. So that was the funny story that yeah. happened. So, yeah, Tanmay was with him. So, guys, is it necessary that one must abuse substances, whatever alcohol, drugs, to be a successful band? Yes. Ask Goldwyn that question. <laughs> Goldwyn abuses wine and then he pro- proclaims his love for people. Performs <laughs> <laughs> speeches, performs speeches, performs speeches. He does a toast like three times on his knees, on his knees. Yes, but uh, <laughs> but the best part is I'm not a musician. So oh, yes. oh. Okay, yeah. but uh, I mean you can abuse substances if you want. <laughs> It's pure choice. Yeah, it's choice. You don't. Yeah, you don't. Have no choice. Yeah, you you don't become a better musician because you abuse substances. You become a better musician because <laughs> you practice, and that's the only way you become better. If you want to like take some LSD and write a song, try it out. I don't know how it's gonna work out though, but you know, that's your choice. There's no hard and fast rule that alcohol or drugs or or any form of substance will make your music better. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and I think that's the kind of uh, advocacy that uh, bands need today. That's uh, that's really very nicely said. I think uh, it's a time that musicians have now. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, okay, you're a musician, so you must so be like taking drugs, yeah. getting drunk and stoned, and then going on stage. I think it's a tag that needs to be needs to be clarified once and for all. Yeah, it's a. I mean, half the band doesn't even smoke cigarettes, so drugs and I mean alcohol oh, abuse is. <laughs> Alcohol. I mean, we don't abuse it. We welcome yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a fine line Hello? between use. 
Okay, I get your stand. I get your stand on drug and alcohol abuse. Guys, what what is a typical day for you like now that you know you're not doing your day jobs anymore? You know how how's the day? How's the life of a rock star? Yeah, <laughs> half these guys sit in traffic for an hour and a half, getting to where we sit and walk and jam and uh, rehearse. But it's like a normal thing. I mean, uh, so far no agency is managing us. It's Goldwyn who's an agency in itself. So far we don't have anyone. So we are doing. We we are. I mean, as much support we can give to Goldwyn on the business side of things, we're doing that also. I mean, just now it's not only been about the music. Since the last year when we've dropped everything else. we've been working on business to booking gigs working uh, running after people for payments anything i mean all this merchandise these other verticals <laughs> that are there to make money we're trying to work all those things out so it's a full it's a full time job i don't think people think of it that way it seems very nice and glamorous but at the end of it it to do the essentials the business bit as well yeah i, I mean in fact bernard podi like i mentioned had come down and his advice to everyone was that it's 10% music and 90% business though you still got to master your craft but at the end of the day you got to make sure that you know what you're doing in the business side of things also because it's a job you need to be able to put food on the table etc yeah so that's that's our our day is like that unless uh, lewis goes and abuses some alcohol then <laughs> then, then and cold will drink wine oh, then then it's over you <laughs> so guys how are you using technology today to change the way you play music so are you planning to you know have it part of your life gig yeah yeah i'm shifting uh, i'm quitting drums on the drum kit i'm using my iphone for drums <laughs> i'm buying the ipad 2 which has garage band on it so i'm going to the whole band so yeah he doesn't need us anymore yeah so i'm going to just basically get touch instruments and record and then release it as something relevant and lock the guys up in church gate station in some corner Okay. Anyway, yes. I mean, I just bought the uh, Pearl E Pro Live. It's an electronic drum kit. Mm-hmm. I am gonna show. Off. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's an ele- it's it's an electronic drum kit which looks like a real drum kit. First of all, so it's much nicer to play it. But it's mm-hmm. it sorts out our recording. Like when we're working on this new album, mm-hmm. to record a scratch drum track just to hear how it sounds or work it out. it's much easier than you know miking up eight different parts of the drum kit and and passing it through like an eight pre etc you just take like two outs it's like a guitar basically you plug it it's really easy you're right it becomes really easy so and technology really helps plus we've got we we are all using laptops really decently powerful laptops so we can record wherever we are we can i mean we went to uh, ryan's house in alibag to sort of work on the album to some extent also so all these i mean it gives us a good opportunity to work in environments that we're comfortable with also apart from just having an ease of recording because when you're recording an album you need to be in a comfortable space otherwise you're never going to come out with your best work so it's made everything mobile and you can you can do anything anywhere yeah you can do anything anywhere so guys is there anything you know you want to say to bands who are just starting out and thinking about leaving their day job bands that are that are coming out now have an edge over bands that have been in the scene for 5 6 years maybe 10 years maybe 20 years because they've seen more than they, the other bands have <laughs> and they're young and so i mean being young is always an edge over anything else so use your youth wisely 
and find your own sound yeah. and find yeah find your own sound i mean don't try to be like xyz band that you idolized because at the end of the day that's not who you are so and listen yeah listen, listen. most importantly is there anything you want to say to your fans we love you no turn no. it on uh-huh. huh <laughs> what oh the fans oh okay uh-huh. shit <laughs> <laughs> you want to say something to the fans yeah please do chop <laughs> what what hey, what no 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 my no my no what what we want to say to the fans is thank chop. you for no chop we want to support you uh, i mean i mean we you know, we don't want to support <laughs> ஜிக்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டிங்ஸ்ட்டி